Hello, friends. This is your host of the Leader in She podcast, Jen Schultz. I am a wife, mom, sister, daughter, educator, health coach. I am a leader, and so are you. Welcome to week three of the Leader in She podcast. I am so honored to have you spend a little bit of your day with me and cannot wait to talk to you about today's leadership topic. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, we want to say welcome leaders. We are so glad that you're here. As always, your feedback is so important and helps me to bring the best leadership content to you, which is why we are going to start by celebrating our listener of the week. Last week, I asked you to share with a friend or leave a review. Thank you to those who took the time to do that. It means so much. A special shout out to our listener of this week, Chris, who shared a heartfelt review on iTunes. Thank you, Chris. I have a special gift for you. Who will our lucky listener be next week? Drop a review or share this for your chance to win. Now, on to the show. Last week, we talked about kindness and how it can impact leadership in a profound way. We shared some research about how team and employee satisfaction and productivity can increase when leaders show that they care. Today, I want to dive a little deeper into this concept using some work from John Maxwell. Maxwell is a thought leader and a researcher in the field of leadership. Of his many books, one of my favorites is 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership. In this book, he looks at leaders from the past and the present, all walks of life, and finds the qualities to help them to be a successful leader. Everyone from presidents, CEOs, entrepreneurs, educators, athletes, the list goes on. Anyone looking to improve their life, relationship, career, families, really anything should read this book. I have read it at least three times and I learn something every single time. It is that good. So today, I am super excited to spend some time in what Maxwell calls the Law of Connection. Maxwell starts this chapter by sharing some important moments in U.S. history, the events of September 11th and Hurricane Katrina. He shares some interesting insight. Let's start with 9-11. In the days after one of the most uncertain, frightening, and saddest times in America, the day our country was attacked by terrorists, George W. Bush went to ground zero. He was there. He connected with the people. He spoke with the firefighters, the rescue workers. He was in the trenches. He showed up. He listened and it mattered. In a terrible moment, he showed the power of human connection, that a leader can take the worst of situations and still bring people together to rise up, to rebuild. Unfortunately, when another catastrophe hit the U.S., Hurricane Katrina, Bush simply flew over the city of New Orleans from Air Force One. It appeared to be an act of indifference, lack of connection, and it mattered. People lost faith, became frustrated, angry even. Maxwell goes on to explain that in all circumstances, one person's actions can make a huge difference. The power of connection is real. Maxwell is spot on when he says this, when it comes to working with people, the heart comes before the head. It goes back to what we shared last week. They don't care what you know, 
until they know you care. This applies to all of us, no matter what your leadership role, whether you're a principal of a school, a manager of an office, a team leader, a mom, a wife, a student in the classroom, human connection is a big deal. So how do we connect? Maxwell also gives us eight ways to improve connection, whether it is with a group you are leading, with an individual, your family, your friends, your colleagues. These are some important ways to help you to improve the power of connection. One, connect with yourself. Simply put, be you, but be confident in who you are. If you don't see yourself as the leader you want to be, work on that. You need to own that. There are a plethora of personal development resources out there. Take the time to invest in you. Second, communicate with openness and sincerity. When working with your people, be genuine. Nothing is more frustrating than those forced fake compliments. I'm sure many of you have received those insincere, rah-rah, we're all great emails or messages when deep down you know that the so-called leader sending them is completely out of touch. Don't give out fake compliments for the sake of complimenting. Be real with your people and they will appreciate it. Third, know your people. Maxwell calls this knowing your audience, but it basically comes down to taking the time to really get to know the people that you're working with. Fourth, live your message. Practice what you preach. If you want your people to do something, you better get in there and do it with them. One of the things I know as a leader of my health and fitness team is that I need to stay in the trenches with my team. We often share vulnerable parts of our journey in hopes to inspire others. I don't particularly love doing this, but I know the power it has to help other people. I also know that I can't ask my coaches on the team to do something unless I'm doing it too. So, as a leader, lead by example. 5. Go where they are. As a leader, communication is essential. Know how your people like to be communicated with. If you prefer email, but you know that one teammate or employee or member would rather have a face-to-face conversation, take the initiative to do that. It doesn't mean that you never send out emails or texts, but honor the practice of communicating the way your people need. It may be different than your preferred method, but that's why you're the leader. to help your team get what they need. That leads me to number six, focus on them, not yourself. Can we get an amen on that? This is hands down one of the greatest missteps that we can do as leaders. When things go well, who gets the credit? When things don't go well, do you own it or do you displace the blame to others? Focus on your people. This is not about you. Leadership is about helping your people see the best in them. Seven, believe in them. Help them to see that anything is possible. Believe in them so much that they can't help but believe in themselves. And last, offer direction and hope. Napoleon Bonaparte said this, a leader is a dealer in hope. Give them guidance 
that they need for a vision for something better. People thrive when hope is at the forefront. So, leaders, what can you take for this, from this? What areas are you already racking? Do you believe in your people but maybe need to work on communicating that to them? Leaders aren't afraid to own up to what they are doing well, but also what they can improve upon. I know that as a mom, teacher, health and fitness coach, and now leading a team of coaches, my leadership is a constant work in progress. Some days are better than others, but there is always room for improvement. And in a world that is full of busy, increasing technology, changing times, The power of connection is one surefire way to increase your leadership skills, inspire others, and empower them to do the same. And that, my friends, is what we're here for. So today, my challenge to you is this. Take a few of these tips, implement them. Don't worry about being perfect, just do something. Learn as you go. Just like anything with practice and time, you will get better. Your people need you, so go connect. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to drop a review or share it with your friend. If you're looking for something specific in leadership that you would love to hear about, email me at jenschultz.liveinspired at gmail.com and I would be happy to talk about that. As always, thank you so much for listening. And remember, you are appreciated You are loved and you matter. Have a great day, friends, and see you next week.